Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradei Chelik Sheni, Hilchais Kilei Behema, Halacha Dalid. We're up to the subparagraph towards the end of the Halacha, V'alkein Ha'emes Shemeir Beribua Hadibur. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Nosni Yaakov, Yentefrad, Rabbi Shariye, Zavalei Abbas, Rabbi Avram, Tzipkorifka, Bas, Reb Hillel, and all the others that need an Eloi Neshama, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviv Chana Bas Galia, Rochel Bas Galia, Noyenachama Bas Galia, Malke Hinda Bas Kreindel, Binyamin Yitzchok, Ben Liba Margaret, Velvo Ben Pesia, Eliyahu Ben Miriam Rus, Chaya Shafia Shoshana Bas Sora, Yeshua Ruven ben Chana Sora, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Leia Esther bas Malka, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Leia, Gitgen Endel bas Sipoira, Lebelea bas Sipoira, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Edith bas Miriam Brindel, David Lei ben Shena, Avram David ben Chana, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Fruma bas Genessa, Avivachaya bas Estamindel, Doniel Boruch ben Soro, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha bas Perel, David Shimshon ben Soralea, Peretz Aliyah ben Soralea, Chavali bas Mendvoira, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Besoich Shar Choy Yisrael. Leia Liba. Bas Chana Esther. Besoich Shar Choy Yisrael. Okay, Rav Nosenzal says now we're continuing. Rav Nosenzal is, is paralleling what the Arizal writes about Hanukkah with what Rabbeinazal writes in chapter 2 in the second half of Likud Imran. The Alkane, and therefore, based on what we learned previously, Ho'emes, Shemeir Beribua Hadibur, when Rabbeinazal said there in Likud Imran that the three channels of Emes shine into the four categories of Dibur, Zebechinas Yichud Havaya Demo Va'adni. This corresponds to that third yichud that the Arizal speaks about. Remember, he spoke about yud kevavke ekya, yud kevavke elokim, and yud kevavke aleph dalid nun yud. The yud kevavke of aleph dalid nun yud was with mo, was the mo version of yud kevavke. Remember, we said that lahadlik was of sog mo, and the lahadlik those three were shining into the three three yichudim. So the third one is the Shemo, Vezeh HaYichud Hu Lamato. Now that Yichud is all the way on bottom of the ladder. Bebchinas Netzachoid Yesoid, in the area, in the lower area of the spheroids. Bechinas Raglin, which is referred to as the feet, Kemayshim Avorsham, as Rabbein Azal explains over there in Likut Imran, and as the Arizal explains. Vuhu Nimshach Miyichud Hoelyoin. However, this is receiving from that upper yichud, which was the havaya ekia, shehu gemat shehu gematria regel, and the 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 havaya ekia, the yud kevavke, which was seventy-two, and the ekia, which was hundred and sixty-one. Together, we saw earlier were begematria regel, shehu bechinas toida v'hoido. This is all related to the concept of thanksgiving and praise. Shemishom meir ho'emes. 
And it's from there that this emes receives its light. And by the three channels of emes shining into the four types of dibur, that's a total of seven, and that draws the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays. And again, by being able to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week, Shabbos is oneness. Proof is that when we get to the climax of Shabbos, which is Shabbos at Mincha, what do we say? Ato echod v'shimcho echod You, Hashem, are one. Your name is one. And which is the one nation in the world, the Jewish nation? So Shabbos is all about achieving this achdus haposhut. The six days of the week are the diversity. We're trying to bring that light of Shabbos into the six days of the week. Now Rav Zal goes back. We addressed the upper yichud, the lower yichud. Now he's going to address the middle one. And with, based on what we're learning here, we'll understand also that middle yichud that the Arizal speaks about. <clears throat> which Rabbeinu Zal addresses in the chapter on the Kutumran. Shezehu Bechinas, where in that paragraph, Mizmor Lesoida, it says there, Deu ki Hashem hu hu elikim. You must know and realize that Hashem is Elikim. Vialkain, ze hayichud, bebchinas chesed gvura teferis. And therefore, that middle yichud, which corresponds to the middle area of the spheroids, which is chesed gvura teferis, Shehu bechinas yodayim, which corresponds to the hands. Shehu kli hamaisa shall call hapeulois shebor Hashem isparach b'sheishes mebreishes, and the hands are referred to as the the most active part of the body, which was involved in creation when Hashem created the world. Kamoshikosav, as it says clearly in the Navi Yeshaya, af yodi yosto eretz. V'yemini tov chashamayim, it says there. My left, my left hand established the earth, and my right hand established hev- the heavens. V'yalkein shom tzrichen legalois ki Hashem hu elikim. And therefore, it's in that location that we want to broadcast this message that Hashem and elikim are one. Shekol hapoulois mishtanois, that all of the diversity that we see in this world all originates from pure oneness. That's the message that's being broadcasted in this union of Hashem and Elikim. That's it for now on the connection to the writings of the Arizal with, with the, that chapter on the Kutimran. Back down to earth. Paragraph Tesvav, V'alkein, Koyren Bechanaka Parshas Hanesiyim, Shehoyu Shnei Moser, and this is why throughout Chanukah we read the portion in the Torah and Baal Eishe that deals with the sacrifices that were brought by the 12 leaders of the tribes. Shehem Klolius HaShnei Moser Shvotim, they represent the 12 Shvotim, Shehoyu Arbo Degolim, which were divided under four flags. Each one of three Shvatim. Shezeo Bechinas Arba Machanois Hashchina. 
This represents the four camps of the Shechina that we spoke about in the previous year. The Aryeh Shor Nesher Odom, Bechinas Ribua Hadibur. This is the four categories of speech that Rabbi Nezal mentions over there in the Kutimran. Shemeir Mishloishes Kaveho Emes, which receives its light from the three channels of Emes. V'alkein kol degel kol mishloisha. And this is why each category, each grouping of the Shvotim was comprised of three. Ki shloishes kavei ho'emes me'irin bekol chelik v'chelik me'arboas chelke adibur. Because the three channels of emes are what shine into each one of the four categories of speech that Rabbein Ezzel speaks about there on the Kutumran. Torah, Tfila, Shiduchim, and there was a fourth one. Shehein Bechinas Arbo de Golem, which are the four flags. Ve'elu Arbo de Golem, Hoyuhilchim Soviv Hamishkon Vahoorain, Sheshom Haluchais, Shehein Megalin Yehudalai Suzvarach. Now, Rabnosanzal says, when the Jews traveled in the desert, how did they travel? The Mishkan was in the middle. The Mishkan, which had the Holy of Holies, which had the Luchais, which is the Torah. That was in the middle, and the, the, these four groupings of Shvatim were on all four sides. That's how they traveled. So he says the Mishkan, which had the Oran, which had the Luchais, which is what broadcasts the oneness of Hashem. As it says in the Luchais, what does it say there? The Ten Commandments, which begins with, I am Hashem, no other ones, one, one Hashem. That all twelve shvatim, which are divided into these four categories, which have many diversified opinions, the Jews, two Jews, three opinions, right? Because we're talking about 600,000 souls, where each one is of a different mindset than the other one. And despite that, all of these diversified different opinions are all plugged into one opinion. Ki, one das, ki ilu hoyonefesh achas mamish, as if they were one soul. Ki kula ma'aminim belev echot, bahashem echot. Because all of them believe with one heart in one Hashem. Shekol hapuulois mishtanois nimshach mimenu yisbora. Whereby all the diversity that we see in the whole world all comes from Him, from Hashem. And all of them traveled around the Orain and the Luchais. And their whole mindset was plugged into the Mishkan, to the Oron, to the Luchais, to the oneness of Hashem. The Kol Reusin Tamon, the Zohar Kodesh says, all desires are focused there. All of our desire, all of our Ritzainais 
are plugged into there. To want to connect and be part of the oneness of Hashem. And this is again another example of revealing the oneness within all the diversity. Rabbein Azal showed there on the Kutimran that the example he gave was when you have judges in a court, you have 23 judges, if, the, um, if a majority can agree on one opinion, that's the opinion that wins. Because Hashem loves when many are able to join together as one. That's very precious in the eyes of Hashem. Question. My question is about five minutes back. Um, you mentioned that uh, multiple times that it says that the, the the tribes were broken up into a group, three groups of four groups of three. You would imagine that they would be broken up by the mother before he went. So, what qualifies on a spiritual basis the tribes to shuffle? I, the, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but they are grouped. There are groupings. Like um, I don't remember it by heart, but like if you see the the three that are together in each set, there's a, like Yisachar and Zvulun are together. They're a set, you know, the, and and the third partner with them. There is a reason why these three and these three and these three. I don't remember it offhand. Sorry, definitely. No, no, no. Not very good. Very good. I think it doesn't have to do with the mother issue, but there is an issue that defines why these three and these, why the sets are like this, for sure. Okay, question. How does it help a person to realize that everything in the world comes from one, from one source, Hashem? It's very difficult to realize that all the difficult and tragic events, such as the Holocaust, come directly from Hashem it seems that the human mind cannot really absorb this knowledge. <coughs> Rav Zal is teaching us, and the Arizal, and the whole Torah is teaching us that we can fathom this. And this is actually the, one of the major differences between us and the other nations. We are one. When the Torah speaks about the family of Yaakov Avinu, it describes them as Shivim Nefesh, 70 soul, singular. When it speaks about Esau, it says sheish nefoshes, six souls, plural. And Rashi says there, I believe quoting the Gemara, that when Jews sit down at the table with all their diversified opinions and with all of their differences, all of them make the same bracha. All of them make a bore priho eitz on fruit. And all of them say the same birkat And all of them are blessing the one Hashem. Whereas when six non-Jews sit down together, each one is reaching out to a different God. Each one is reaching out to a different. That's the difference. That's, this is, again, this is one of the goals of a Jew, that Judaism is all about unity. But again, unity where, it, where it's appropriate. It doesn't mean unity with non-Jews. And it doesn't mean unity of a brother marrying a sister. It means unity as defined by Hashem, as defined by the Torah, where the unity applies, husband and wife. 
and, and all the proper categories, Jews. It doesn't mean unity between the reform and the... Let's be united. Let's compromise between the reform version of Judaism and doesn't mean that. But, but again, there's a tremendous, important focus on unity, on oneness. The one Hashem, the one Torah, and, and the one Jewish nation. What I got from this question, her question was, evil, how do you fathom evil? What we're living through in, in these times, even. The, the answer is, even that comes from one Hashem. The, the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that it's based on, whereas when things split out from one into two, a right and a left, the le- on both sides there's a holy and an unholy. There's a good right and there's a negative right. There's a good left and there's a negative left. And that's where the potential for evil comes into existence. But again, we need to know that it's from Hashem. And therefore, when we're looking for a solution, to, the solution is going, turning to Hashem. It's not that there's, like the Greeks or others, that there's a God of this and there's a God of that. No, no, no. It's, there's one address for everything. The address is Hashem. The fact that it turned into bad, unfortunately, has to do with us. There are psukim that say that, that Hashem is all good. We're the ones that unfortunately have the ability, the potential to twist it, to turn it into something harmful to us. You know, chas v'shem. Okay. V'zeh, now Rabbi Nosson Zal says, now he goes to a posik in Shira Shirin. V'zeh, shuvi, shuvi, hashulamis, shuvi, shuvi, v'neche zeboch, matechezu bashulamis, the opening line in the seventh chapter of Shira Shirim, Upirish Rashi, Rashi explains over there, that this is the response to the other nations and to the Sitra Achra. They want to try to seduce us. They say to the Jewish people, Shuvi, 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 Turn away from Hashem. Hashulamis. Hashlema be'emunasecha imoi. You who are, who are completely whole in your faith in Hashem. Vehioimeris. And the Jewish nation responds, Ma techezu bashulamis. Ma gidula atem yecholam lifsoik. Shetehishova afilu ligdula sadegolim. What kind of greatness can you offer us? that could compare in any way to the greatness of the flags of the Jews when they traveled with the Mishkan. Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Rashi, where Rashi expounds on those psukim in Shira Shirin. Rav Nosanzal says now, there seems to be a question here. Why are they focusing here on the greatness of the flags, the greatness of the four divisions? What? However, based on what we've been learning here, Mevoyer Hetev will be able to understand very clearly. This is an appropriate response to their question. The non Jews are trying to convince us to turn away from Hashem. And the Jewish people respond to them. How in the world do you expect to convince us after we were privileged 
to experience the greatness of the Machanoim, of the different camps of the Jewish people. Shehu Gedula Sa Arba Machanois, Shila de This is referring to the greatness of these four camps, these four divisions of the flags. Shekol Degel Each one of the four was different from the other one. Because on each one of the flags was printed, was, was shown the different colors of the different stones that appeared in the breastplate of the Kohen Godel that represented those three tribes. All of this is the concept of the different color, the diversified colors, shinui deos, the diversified opinions, shinui pa'ulois, doing different things. These guys are going out to work, these guys are learning. V'afal came, and despite that, le'inyan emunasenu hakdoisha, regarding our holy faith, kulam hiskimu ledas achas. All agreed to one opinion, all agreed and believe in one Hashem. And this is what really reveals and broadcasts the oneness of Hashem. And therefore, most definitely, you don't have any convincing argument with which to convince me to turn away from Hashem. Because my faith has been strengthened by viewing these four camps, these four divisions, and each division three different colors, and despite that, all united, all united together in our faith in one Hashem. Where all of these diverse opinions, all of these, where Jews are not robots, everyone is different. Hashem wants, we're not cookie cutter, we're all very different, and yet all of these different opinions can agree on one Hashem, can agree 100% on one Hashem, that all of this diversity comes from one Hashem. And all the diversity we see around us, the thousands of different species of trees, the thousands of different species of birds, it all comes from one, one Hashem. Not like the Greeks thought, not like these other guys thought. And this is again why we read that portion in the Torah of the Nesim on Hanukkah. Because all of this is related to Hanukkah. The, the holy tribes, which, which are a testimony to give praise to Hashem. Because these 12 diverse tribes that all joined together as one when Yaakov Avinu was about to pass away. Remember? When he wanted to reveal to them the coming of Moshiach and the Shekhinah left him and he said, uh-oh, there must be something wrong here. There must be some guys here who don't believe. And they all screamed out, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Echad. They all cried out as one mouth, Shema Yisrael. They said to Yaakov, you know, just like in your heart, there's only one Hashem, in our hearts also, there's only one Hashem. 
This is a testimony to the Jewish people, Shem Chazokim Be'emunasam Lonetzach, that we are solid in our faith all eternally. Vezehu Lahoidois Lashem Hashem. This is connected to Lahoidois, to giving praise and thanksgiving to Hashem. Kikolze Hibachinas Toidavoidor. All of this is tied into that concept of thanksgiving and praise to Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal shows there, that's what he begins that chapter on Likut Imran with. Shehi Bechinas Chanukah, which is what the holiday of Chanukah is all about. Shaydezeh Nezgale Achtus HaPoshut Mitoch Pulois Mishtanois. And Rabbi Nezal shows there that when you're, when you're praising Hashem properly, that will give you the ability to be able to see the oneness of Hashem within all the diversity. Shezeo Bechinas Shiftei Ko the 12 tribes, they are a testimony for the Jewish people of this diversification and united, completely united in faith in one Hashem. Because these two are dependent on each other, the praise of Hashem and the recognition of the oneness. And this is also the concept where the way we perform the mitzvah is every single day we add an additional candle. The Torah is bound the beginning with the end and the end with the beginning. That's the, as it says in the Sefer Yitzirah, and Rav Nazanzal is saying how this applies to Rabbi Nazal's Torah, Rabbi Nazal's Likut Imran. You have that this Torah, Yemei Chanukah, that this is based on is six, seven pages. And Rabbi Nazal discusses 10, 15 different things, and now he's going to show us the beginning and the end are tied in very much together. Because through the great miracle which Hashem performed for us at that time, and today, it's over those miracles that the rabbis established these special prayers where we're giving praise and thanksgiving to Hashem. And it's through the expression of gratitude and praise for Hashem that we do regarding these miracles that's what activates that light of emes, those three channels of emes. Which is the light of the Hanukkah candles. Remember, there's eight candles corresponding to the eight times the word emes is written between the Shema and Shmon Esrei. Every morning when we daven, you'll take a look there. Emes v'yatsev, emes atohurishain, emes mimitzrayim daltano, exactly eight times. That's, there's a pasuk shlach oyrcha va'amitcha. Send us your light, your truth. Light and truth are synonymous. And as soon as we light the first candle of Hanukkah, and we're shining that light of truth into the four categories of speech, and through that the speech is completed, What's Shleimus Hadibor? Shleimus Hadibor is Loshen HaKodesh. 
which is connected to Shabbos, because one of the most important things on Shabbos is speaking holy, avoiding speaking about business, avoiding speaking about weekday things. The Arizal was makbid to speak Loshen Kodesh on Shabbos. The Arizal. That gives us the ability to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays. And then it's revealed that Hashem Yudke Vavke, which is the oneness, and Elikim, which represents the diversity, that it's all one. All of the diversity which comes from Hashem's name Elokim is all plugged into Yud Kevavke, which is the oneness. Ki hakol echod, it's all one. Ki Hashem hu hu Elokim, because Hashem and Elokim are one. We mentioned once that the Tikkun Ezra says that Yud Kevavke is twenty-six. The numeric twenty-six. Twenty-six. The way you write it is Chaf Vav. The way you pronounce it, chaf is chaf pei, vav is like there's two vavs with a comets under the first one. So you see that the what fills out the chaf vav is pei vav, which is elokim, which is bigematri elokim. You follow the way we pronounce it, showing that Hashem and yudkei vavkei and elokim are one. The elokim is inside the yudkei vavkei. Where are we? And this is the ultimate tikkun that's expressed in that chapter on Likut Imran. And as soon as we're able to succeed in drawing the joy of Shabbos into the weekdays, to be able to reveal the oneness within the diversity, that immediately strengthens our ability to give gratitude and praise. Because this means we're even now. Remember, Shabbos is Olam Haba. The six days of the week is this world, what we're going through now, all the suffering and all the trouble and everything. So Rav Nosanal says, by doing this, by being able to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays, we're able within the weekdays, within what the, the tr- trouble and problems and suffering that we're experiencing now, Bechlal, on a general level, the entire Jewish nation, Ubeprotius, and in detail, what each and every individual of us is experiencing, whether it's the gout on the feet or it's the problem with the eyes, all the different sorrows that each and every one is experiencing. That even within the pain, the confusion, the obstacles, the pressure, the incredible fina- pressures, financial and otherwise, yitnu tomid shevach we're still able to always give praise and, and thanksgiving to Hashem, 
over all the wonderful things that Hashem has done for us till now, and also to be able to look at the, the positive elements of what we're going through now. Baruch Hashem, it's only one part of my body. The body has 613 parts. Baruch Hashem, it's one part of my body, not chasham. There are people who have the, the entire body from head to toe, chasvishon, is, is in pain. Even while I'm going through the problem. This is an element of drawing the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays. That the Shabbos is Olam Haba, which will be only pleasure, no pain, only goodness. We're drawing some of that into this world while we're experiencing pain and suffering. As was explained very clearly in paragraph Zion that we had earlier. This is another variation of, of revealing the oneness within the diversity. Because again, one is good. The Gemara says that, that in the future, there's a posit bayonah, in the future Hashem is going to be one. So Hashem says, really? And now he's not one? The Gemara says, yes, now he's not one. Because now, when on good things we make a certain kind of blessing, and on bad things we make a different blessing. But in the future, it's going to be all good, all good. Rabbi Nezal teaches us something. That's what the Gemara says. Rabbi Nezal says that when a Jew gets to a level that he's able to bless Hashem and thank Hashem when he's going through good times and bad times, that Jew's got one foot in Olam Haba. That Jew's a, that Jew is bringing Shabbos into the weekdays. That Jew is showing that there's no difference to me when I experience something good. I'm blessing Hashem. I'm thanking Hashem. And while I'm enduring pain and suffering and obstacles, I'm blessing the same Hashem. I'm still blessing Hashem. The bracha is slight. So, so Rab Nachman Shirin asks in Paparois Lechachma. So then the Breslavists should say, not like other Jews, when somebody dies, other Jews say, Dianemis. We should say, He says, no, there's a Shulchan Aruch. Rabbi Nezal told us to follow the Shulchan Aruch. When something good happens, we make Hatov HaMetiv. When a tragedy happens, we make Dian HaEmes, but we say the Dian HaEmes with Simcha, with joy, with faith, that this is also really good. Even though we're making the bracha dayan ha'emes because somebody died, but I I know I know that there's it's also it's also positive and good. You follow? It would seem that even in a tragedy, we're supposed to say atovamitov. I'm, so I'm telling you, Rab, Rab Nachman Shirin anticipated the question. Specific to death. Yes. I understand that, but there's lots of tragedy other than death. Correct. So those tragedies where a bracha is required, the bracha is dying hemis. We, we don't make brachas on every tragedy. You know, it's specifically... But we're supposed to be thinking... Exactly. Exactly. That's what Rabbi Nachman Shurin points out. That even by the dying hemis, we're saying it not with depression, with sadness, with pessimism, with negativity. We're saying it with a positiveness that we're ble- I bless Hashem for this, because I know there's an element of blessing in this, that the person is in a better place. 
that, that, that soul is going to a better place. And Baruch Hashem for all the positive things that that person accomplished during their lifetime. Baruch Hashem, they left behind children, Baruch Hashem, you know, who are continued you know, to do mitzvahs. I remember my rabbi, Reb Michal when we went very often together to pay shiva calls, you know, he'd look around, especially here in Eretz Yisrael, most cases where a parent passes away, they have several children. And he would say to the mourners, look how lucky you are. Where I come from in Russia, if a person was lucky, they left behind one child. And that one child very rarely was observant because there was no sure communism, there was nothing. Look here, look what a Jew here in Israel has. Five kids, grandchildren, everything. Look how lucky, you know, that Baruch Hashem, look what the person left behind. To be able to see the positive, you know, the super positive in it. That's how, how we console the mourners. Ki ikr kol hatzorois vahayisurin chasvisholom heimebechinas pa'ulois mishtanois. Because all the suffering and the challenges and everything that people are going through in this world is coming from that place of pa'ulois mishtanois, from that diversity. Again, when there was one, it was all good. As soon as there became two, a right and a left, that's when the trouble started. Even when Adam Arishan existed, when there was just Adam Arishan, no, the minute there was two Adam and Chava, the snake was able to get involved and attack Ha, and that's where all the trouble started. And the pool is Mishnah, the diversity comes from Hashem's name, Elohim, Mebechinas Dinim, from the din, the left side. Ki hatzorois v'hayisurim v'hadinim chas v'sholim heim ikr bechinas hapa'ulois mishtanois. Because all the suffering and the judgments and the challenges, that's the diverse, that's the diversity. Ki heim mishunim midas ha'odam. Because that's different from what the person really wants. A person wants peace. A person wants happiness. A person wants health. A person wants this. These other things, the challenges, are, are the diversity. That's the other, you know. And that's the, that's the pain. That's the negativity. The fact that things are not going the way I want it to be. Things are different from what I want. Because what's different from what a person wants, that person perceives that as bad. I want X. Give me Y. Y is not what I want. Y is bad. I, want, I know what's good for me. This is what I want. I don't want that. And it's painful for the person to, to accept, to receive that. But when a person knows and believes 100% that everything is coming from Hashem, Hashem is the, the ultimate oneness, you know, and Hashem's intention is always only good. Hashem only wants good for us, and He only gives us what's good for us. The person will definitely be able to find within all the pain and challenges and suffering, they'll be able to find major harchavos, major positive aspects to it. To console 
and to bring himself to joy and happiness, and to have the ability to acknowledge and thank Hashem for the good things that He's done for me till now, and to scream for the future. We're not talking about denial here. There's no denial here, Chas Vishon. I know that I'm in pain. I know, but I know how to deal with it. I've been given the knowledge, the secret of how to deal with it the best, best way possible. And if a person will follow this path, they will eliminate all the suffering completely. A person follows this direction. The ability, again, he spoke about a few things here. The, 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 the recognition that everything is from oneness of Hashem. Remember, where do we have an incredible example of this? The mon in the Midbar. Remember? Hashem gave the people mon. What is mon? Every one, there was one menu, there was one menu, one course serves everybody. Everybody got the same thing. And yet it was able to taste like anything you wanted it to taste like. It could taste like anything. It could taste like steak. It could taste like yogurt. Anything you wanted it to taste like. Is there such a thing today? It's in the Torah. The Torah is not a history book. The Torah is not a story book. Torahs, thousands of years ago, there was achtus haposhe, there was pu'ulois mishtanois achtus haposhe. There was this miracle food. Does it exist today? Rebbe Froimel says yes, yes. When the mon was coming down, the Torah says they said, mon hu, it is mon. Because they didn't know what it was. Rebbe Froimel says the two words, mon hu, spell the word emuna, emuna. And this, this is exactly what Moses is telling us here. If I believe in Hashem, and if I believe that this cup of champagne, of, of expensive wine that costs $50, this glass of wine, and this cup of water, both come from Hashem. They come from oneness. They come from one Hashem. The same Hashem who, gives, who gave him this glass, this $50 glass of wine, gave me this glass of water. And they're both one. They, they're really, really one. They look like two. Down here it looks like diversity, but it's really oneness. I can enjoy, I can experience in that glass of water the same joy that that person experiences in that super expensive, you know, wine, that kind of thing. That's this quality of emuna. That's the story of the chacham and the tam. The chacham, the person who was over-sophisticated, nothing was good. He always, nothing was the way he wanted. He wanted perfection in quo. He wanted, and this world is not perfect. So everything, he saw the flaws and the negativity in anything. The tam, everything was the best. Why is it the best? Because this is what Hashem gave me, so it's the best. It's the best. And his Rolls Royce and my, Volks, my, my cheap car are coming from the same one Hashem. It's, it's, it's really one. It's not something. That, it's coming from the one Hashem. And if this is what Hashem gave me, it's the best, best thing for me right now. Nimza, we conclude therefore, Shaydeiner Hanukkah Shehidlaknu Balayla Horishayna, that through that Hanukkah candle that we lit on the first night, and through this thanksgiving and praise which Matesyahu and his sons brought into the world, 
the Arizal explains that the holiday of Hanukkah is a tikkun for the sphere of Hoyt. Shezeo bechinas al hanisin from the Birchas Moedim. This is the extra prayer that we add in Shmon Esrei. It where in the bracha of Moedim, Moedim, Hoida, where we acknowledge, we give praise and thanksgiving to Hashem. Hainu shehem shichu tikkun zeboilam. They brought this tikkun into the world. To be able to praise and thank Hashem always. That's what lights up the Hanukkah candle. Which is the light of truth. That results in drawing the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays. And that increases and expands the praise. Rav is showing us how it's, it's a cycle, not a vicious cycle, it's a great cycle. <coughs> that as a result of, of the, the miracles which generated praise from Hashem, that activates the light of Emes, that allows us to bring the holiness of Shabbos into the week, that takes us to the next level of praise, and so on, and, and the cycle keeps continuing that way. And now the light of Emes is not like the previous light, it's a higher level light of Emes. Which again is the, the candle of Hanukkah. And that's why on the second night it's not one candle anymore, it's two candles. Because the, the light of the Hanukkah candle expanded, it became larger through the new praise of Hashem that we got by bringing the holiness of Shabbos into the weekday. He's describing the cycle that this keeps growing and growing, going higher and higher. We praise Hashem. The MS, the bringing the holiness into Shabbos, takes us to a new level of praise of Hashem. New level of praise, higher level of MS, higher, and so on and so on. Therefore, on the third night, we go further. It keeps continuing. And that's why the Gemara says and the, that every day we're increasing, we're go, moving and increasing. Until we complete eight days of Hanukkah, that's when we've completed the tikkun of the sphere of Hoid completely, which is the eighth sphere from the top down. This is the main tikkun which Matisio and his sons achieved. As the Zohar Kodesh and the Arizal explain, that's the sphere that they were involved in correcting. Note, interestingly, I remember hearing from my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, there's a Pasuk in Eicha, we talk about the world being created for 6,000 years. And we're told, the, the Zohar Kodesh says, 
Kol Hay, and we know that one day of Hashem is a thousand years. There's of ours. There's a pasuk ki elef shanan bi'enecha kiyoyim esmoel. What to us is a thousand years, Hashem. To you, it's like one day, like yesterday. You know. So there's a pasuk Kol Hayoyim Dover. The entire day is filled with sadness. Sadness. So the Tikkun Ezra says. Call Hey Yoim, the entire fifth day, the fifth thousand years, Dove, the letter Dove is the, the, the word Dove is the letters Hoid, Hey Vov those same letters, which is the fifth sphera within Zerampin, Chesed Gvura Teferis, Netzach Hoid. So Hoid, here we saw Hoid is referred to as number eight. In a different grouping, Hoid is number five. That Kol Hayoim Dove, this sphere of Hoid, which is on the left side again, could be sadness, could be struggles, challenges, difficulties, or Matisyo and his sons turned it around to Hoid, Hoid Vahodor, to beauty, to Hoido, Shebach Vahido, praise to Hashem. Hainu Shetiknu Mida Zois Ba'olam, meaning that Matisyo and his sons perfected this mid in the world, to give us the ability to always be praising Hashem, no matter how things are. Even throughout the severe, long, bitter exile that we're going through today, on a general level, ubefrat, and each individual person. Again, no denial. Breslov doesn't, it, we're not dancing, we're not saying everything is good. We're acknowledging that there's good and bad, but we're being taught how to address the bad the best way possible, how to turn the bad into as if it were mamish good. Because we're able to always, even while we're going through pain and suffering and difficulties, we're able to recognize Hashem's kindness and miracles, infinite, all the time. And that gives us the ability to praise Hashem always. As the Pazak says, as Nizmar Shir Chanukas. That paragraph, chapter 30 in Tehillim, which is also related to Hanukkah, Mizmor Shir Hanukkah Sabayis, what are the last three, four words? Hashem Elokai Le'olam Odeka. Hashem Elokim, I will always praise you, always, good times and bad times. Valkein Messiah in Mizmor Shir Hanukkah Sabayis, the Pasuk Zeh, and that's why we conclude that chapter of Tehillim with this Pasuk, Hashem Elokai Le'odeka, this is the most important accomplishment that we're accomplishing with the eight days of Hanukkah. When the Beis HaMikdash was renewed. That every all the time, every night, we increase another candle, we add more light. Which means we're bringing ourselves to higher and higher levels of praise of Hashem every day. Until day number eight, 
when we get to the highest level of praise, which means we get to that level where we can praise Hashem all the time. Every person, despite everything that we're going through. As the Pazak says, Hashem Aloikai Le'olam Oideka. Hashem Alekim, I will always, always, always praise you. Look how Rav Nosenzal, you know, it's, they say about Rabbi Koch of Leizal, Rabbi Avram Sternhartz, that when he would daven for the Omid, he davened, you, he davened with the holy Kute Moran. You would hear him accentuating different words and everything based on how Rabbi Nosenzal or Rabbi Nosenzal, Rabbi, Rabbi Nosenzal taught us now this chapter at like takes on a whole new meaning now. Those four words are, are a whole sheer. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's the secret of, of having a happy life, you know, and everything. Hashem alaykai lo'olam oideko. Should be zoicha to absorb learning and to live it, because Klal Yisrael today, this is, he's talking to us today now. The number of challenges and crises that Klal Yisrael is going through now is the worst of the worst. And here we're being given advice how to be able to survive it, with joy and happiness, you know, to, to stay happy throughout all of this. So every edition of Emuna brings an edition of Chachma, which brings more Emuna, Tfil and Torah in, in Rabbein Azal's terminology, exactly. Chodoa B'Shleimus is Emuna Shleimathen. Correct, correct, definitely. Because again, the more a person reaches higher and higher levels of Emuna, then, then they realize, they really believe in Hashem, and they really know that Hashem is all good. Toiv Hashem Lakoil, that Hashem is the old Yud Kevavke, the Tikkun Yisrael says, Yud Kevavke in Mispar Koton is 17. One plus five plus six plus five is 70, which is Toiv. And that, that Hashem is Kulay Toiv, you know, Toiv Toiv. From our perception, we perceive things as challenges and difficulties and struggles. A wonderful day. Good Yantif, Tu Bishvat, Tu Bishvat, Rav Zal's birthday. We're celebrating this. Rav Zal gave us a birth, the birthday boy gave us a birthday present today. He gave us the secret of joy and happiness. We should be so to be happy. And tomorrow will be the birthday of Rav Rosenfeld, the 16th of Shvat. Should be zeichet to to be. We should be zeichet to be born new every day. To be new and happy and excited and get to the gula shlema. Amen.